0: Welcome to the Cosmic Collective podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this podcast, I'll be teaching you everything you need to know about your incarnation here on earth. We are going to talk about all things, finding your soul purpose, manifestation, quantum physics, and of course, reprogramming your subconscious mind so that you can live the life of your dreams. We'll be here every Monday, so turn your volume up and get ready for the transformation of a lifetime. Welcome to the collective. Hello, happy new year. Oh my god, we are back and it's 2024. Can you believe it? 2024. Where has like time gone? Where has time gone? Also, fun little fact, back at some point in 2023, NASA did admit that time is actually speeding up here on the planet. I think you know, just by almost like a minute or something, but still. So technically we don't have 24 hours in a day. It's like 23 hours and 58 minutes and however many seconds, but time is just moving so fast and I actually cannot believe that we are in 2024 and I'm super happy about it and I am just so excited to see what this year brings. It feels really, really good and I I wanted to do this episode. I don't really do shit like this because there is so much that is changing all of the time with collective timelines and just individual decisions. And so I was requested to do this episode by some of you and I'm doing it to give you that insight. But, you know, I want to preface by saying a lot of things that I'm going to be talking about are thematic aspects of the year that we're going to have I really am adverse to giving very I don't know how you say it like I just don't want to I don't know there are certain things that are happening in the collective that I don't want to bring further attention to because I am very much in the space of like we just need to focus on our own shit and make individual decisions that feel good for us and that is ultimately going to contribute to the betterment of the collective and the world at large and that's you know that's been scientifically proven as well that when you focus on creating the good in you and feeling good within yourself then you emanate that into the world and I just feel like that's that's where I want to You know, that's the place I want to share this information from. So, we are going to be talking about some themes that are coming in for 2024, and it's honestly going to be a very big year. And this is something that I have felt for a while. I remember New Year's Eve 2019, I was really thinking about the course of the next. 10 to 15 years for the collective and there were some dates that really or some years i should say that really stood out to me and this was pre-pandemic so you know that was um also included in that we kind of foresaw that there was there were some tells that kind of just intuitively we knew something big was coming collectively within the year 2020 and obviously that lasted about two years and so i remember channeling this information in 2019 and knowing that 2024 and 2025 and 2026 are in different ways very pivotal years for the collective 2024 is a collective year eight which we're going to get into after but we're really in this like year eight nine and one energy so we really are for the next three years in this space of building something up bringing something to completion and then starting anew and these next 3 years and something about 2024 specifically 2024 holds the most weight within these this 3 year period that I'm like tuning into but it's really leading things up to the year 2032 and 2034 those are huge years when it comes to the expansion and the evolution of consciousness on the planet and with a lot of different truths coming to light I mean there are a lot of things that are coming to light in the collective the fact that you know it's been confirmed that aliens exist and you know that we live in a holographic matrix that document came out I think in 2019 was that in 2018 2019 that document's been out for a few years now At this point, maybe came out in 2012 I actually don't know when it came out but I know I have the document um and I've read it and it's it's, it's nuts. Um, it's a declassified document. Anyway, my point in all of this is saying that 2023 was definitely a big year of purging for a lot of people. We were in a collective year seven, which was really bringing people through this hermiting phase and really going deeper into their collective psyche and their personal psyche And the psyche is where all of the hidden things are. It's where your intuition is, but it's also where trauma and destruction exist within the mind. And you have both a personal psyche based off of your own personal experiences. And then your psyche also holds collective experiences, which we call the collective psyche because we all experience those things. So that is where, you know, social, political, economic crises and conflicts and collective traumas that we've experienced as a people, as a species, really lie in the subconscious, in the psyche. And so in the year 2023, we were really moving through this sort of, I'm not going to say first phase, but it really was a deepening of awakening for a lot of people. And we also had Saturn shifting into Pisces, which was uh you know marking a new um three-year period for those going through Saturn returns I did an episode on that in March of 2023 I really encourage you to go back and listen to it that information is going to be gold for the next um two two years just over two years until March 2026 um so I don't feel the need to recap any of that but that's there and It's just been a year, 2023, of really learning how to focus inward and how to look within to become the version of self that you want to be. And ultimately, that helps... The collective, as I was saying earlier, whenever you focus on yourself, then you are able to become a higher vibrational version of you. And that affects the collective. And that's been measured scientifically as well. And so coming into the year 2024, we are working with the energy of the number eight and the eight, you know, you can flip it on its side and it becomes the infinity symbol. And so the, these have, um, the themes that we have this year, there are two main components to it one is the concept of infinity and how everything is eternal and I feel like those of you who went through this self-evolution experience in 2023 are really going to be tapping into a deeper level of this in 2024 with really understanding that yes you do only have this life and you will only be this person that you are in this life right now for this time period you will never get to be who you are now in this life ever again but your existence and your consciousness is eternal and I feel like for a very large portion of the collective there's going to be this sense of really being awestruck by that but also learning how to integrate that And I feel like whenever you recognize the eternity of your soul, which eternity in and of itself could be its own episode, it's such a mind fuck to the human brain. I know when I sit there and I really contemplate and, you know, philosophize this concept of eternity of of being endless, of, you know, not having a beginning nor an end and constantly just being conscious, you know, whether I'm in a body, in an incarnation or not, I just feel like it's such a big concept that the human brain gets so overwhelmed with it. And I say that as someone who, you know, talks about these things for a living. It's It even kind of fucks my mind up a little bit. But the concept of infinity and eternity are really going to be, you know, at the forefront of this year when it comes to people who are going through this inner work, spiritual awakening kind of journey. The other... Component to the year eight for the collective is this, this really well, I hope it's beautiful for a lot of people, but it really is this sense of what goes around comes around, and that is something that I feel will likely need some transmuting from your own psyche. I feel like if you hear what goes around comes around and that gives you anxiety, maybe there are some fears worth reflecting on so that you can release any anxiety related to that, but I also feel like if you have been behaving in a way where you would not want that to come back to you, then it's worth taking self-inventory because eight and the concept of infinity and this idea of what goes around comes around, it is working with the energy of karma. Now, this isn't karmic in the sense like the number five that can bring a lot of conflict, but it's a really prosperous and abundant number that says every effort that you have put in you will see rewarded. The rewards are really going to start raining in for a lot of you, but also know that your decisions, your behaviors and your actions right now are paramount. They have a huge, 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 huge influence on what you are going to be experiencing 11 months from now. And I think that that's really important to keep in mind. I was Talking to my students in A Happy Human recently, I just kind of gave them a brief update while I've been on my holidays and said, 2024 is the year to persist. If you have goals and you have a dream and you have a vision and you have something that you want to do, I am telling you this is the year that you need to fucking do it. No more excuses because what you put in this year is going to make you so rich. And I'm not talking financially, although like, yes, that too, because eight has a lot to do with financial prosperity. I mean, if you are ready to completely like rehaul your life and do some internal demolition and rebuild yourself and rebuild your life into a lifestyle, a career, a mindset that you thrive with, that feels like your ultimate dream life, this is the year. I have never felt this so strongly than I do for 2024. And it's so strange because, you know, numerology is the foundation. It is the building blocks of the universe. I think I've mentioned this before, how numerology and calculus are the fabric of consciousness. They are the the equation you know the calculus aspect is the equation that consciousness kind of fits itself into and that's what it's just anyway it's very complex but there's a really interesting book about this by I think his name is Steven Strogatz I don't know his name um but there's a book and I'll try and link it below and it's I think it's called infinite powers and it talks about this concept that calculus is this um fabric that creates the universe and how consciousness you know merges into that and it's a really fascinating book it's definitely not something that you want to read after a long day before bed however it is incredibly fascinating and you know the number eight is bringing in such a coded energy and So much so, just like the 31st of December and moving into 2024, it's so interesting because the numerology is so potent that it's actually acting like this ushering of a new year. And you're going to say, well, Mads, it's not an ushering of new year. It's the fucking new year. Technically, you know, if we want to look at the Gregorian calendar, yeah, obviously it is. But if we're looking at things astrologically, the astrological new year doesn't happen until, um, the spring equinox, which is at the end of March. And we go into April. That is the astrological new year. And it's why I think, you know, it's so interesting. I think when spring comes around, people feel this like new invigoration of life. Like they just want to be different. And I feel Feel like in the winter people are like oh my god I've got to start anew I have to you know have all these new goals and sometimes you might not feel resonant with that and if you heard my podcast episode last year you know I don't really agree with you know new year fads I just think there's too much pressure associated with needing to make change based on some sort of social construct and I also talk about in um you know, the most recent episode from 2023, episode 90 about things that I've learned in 2023. I talk about how you really need to have an internal motivator to make sustainable change and how new year's fads are not conducive to that because they're an external motivator. And anyways, I go into it in the most recent episode, so I recommend tuning into that and kind of getting the gist of what I'm saying, but there is something really different this year about the Gregorian new year, the calendar new year. And I really do feel like, and I've heard this from other intuitives who also work more with the astrological near, they're like, there is something different about 2024 and it actually does feel like a new year. And I, I feel even though we are going to be closing out some 2023 cycles, these next two to three months, like January, February, most of March, I also feel like there's just this really, really, really powerful numeric coding coming in because on Janu- on December 31st, sorry, we ended the year with a 1-2-3-1-2-3 numerology. Like it was actually insane. So it was like, it was um, the 12th, so 1-2 of obviously, which is December. So like the 12th month of the 31st, which is the 3-1 of the 23rd year. And it was really, really powerful. So powerful that I was actually looking at my space weather app because... Obviously, and we had an X-class solar flare, which was insane. I hadn't seen one in months happening on the app, and basically, what that is is like there are different rankings of solar flares from A, B, C, M, X, and X10. We had an X5 solar flare on um, December 31st. I think at 11 something p.m. Universal time, so around like 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific and it was really really big and i felt like there was just almost this sort of like cleansing energy coming in from that blast and from this like one two three one two three energy it was really really beautiful and i feel like the energy was this big like how how can i put words to that it's almost like You know those like blowhorns? That's kind of like what I'm feeling it was. Like this like blowhorn. Also, I just finished reading Kingdom of Ash, the eighth book in the Throne of Glass series. And I'm like thinking of like war horns that they talked about um, during battle. So maybe that's where I'm getting the idea from. But it really does feel like there's just been this big alert in the collective subconscious that is saying, okay, like shit is changing. And if you have kept up with a little bit of pop culture, there is a really interesting flight log that has been made public. And I'm not going to say any more details than that because I just don't want to even mention any of that. I don't like talking about those things, but... There is a lot of truth already in these first few days of the new year that have come to light, and these are going to continue over the next, well, realistically, the next 10 years, but within the next year as well in 2024. And I just feel like ending 2023 in that numeric energy of one, two, three, one, two, three, and that solar flare, and then coming into this collective year eight of like what goes around comes around, I really think on a collective level, we are going to be seeing people in like well-known people. We're going to be seeing a lot of truths coming out and a lot of ca- like karma being served to people who have been like misusing it almost. And I feel like people are really going to be viewing certain mm how do you? How do I want to word that? Like, I just feel like people are going to be viewing certain um, elitist groups very differently, and I'm seeing two, two, two as I'm saying this. So I just feel like this is really going to be a year where shit is no longer tolerated, and I feel like we were starting to get a glimpse of that in 2023. This also does have a lot to do with. Pluto being in Aquarius this year, it will retrograde back through Capricorn during a period of 2024. And, you know, we're going to go a little bit deeper into this, but basically all of this to say is on an individual level, it's going to be a very prosperous year, but also on a collective level where things have been imbalanced or unfair or skewed, a lot of the truths and realities are going to be coming to light. And I think that that's going to be really important and I know for certain this has a lot to do with what's coming in 2032 so I don't exactly know what that looks like I don't really care to know because that's way too far in the future for me Um, but I do know that that is related and that this is going to be a really big year of of collective truth and I'm excited about it and I think everyone should be excited about it it is overall meant to be a very positive year however you know I think it's important to remind you all despite how obvious this truth is that we do live on planet earth there is an immense amount of polarity on this planet and if you allow yourself to get sucked into the constant chaos that unravels on this planet then you're, you're, you're really going to be sacrificing your own peace. And it's really important to recognize amidst everything that is going to come out this year of what your role in things are, what your role in society is. There are certain things that you given where you are located, maybe physically, environmentally, given your economic status, given your mission here on the planet, given your own desires and intentions for this lifetime, there are going to be situations that you cannot rectify and you are not called to attempt to rectify collectively. The biggest thing that I I saw in 2023 was taking on... The responsibility of society. I feel like a lot of people, there was a lot of performative activism in 2023. And I am by no means saying that we can't talk about important things and that we shouldn't talk about important things. We have to. However, I think when we place an immense amount of responsibility on people who cannot affect direct change to certain systems then we're really putting a lot of pressure on ourselves as individuals to take on energy that is really not ours to transmute heal or rectify there are souls incarnated in every walk of life with all kinds of intentions for this lifetime the majority of souls who are incarnated have this mission to create a better world and i'm pretty sure i just quoted aelin galathinius a better world you know it is what it is if you know you know but this is you also have to really take inventory on what your role is for example my role is to be here teaching these kinds of things teaching people how to create the life of their dreams ultimately when one person lives at peace they offset the fear and anxiety of one million people that's a pretty fucking incredible statistic and so I recognize that my gifts and my intelligence and my abilities on this planet lie in the experience of teaching other people how to find peace and create peace within themselves and to live a life that Feels really fulfilling and expansive and good for them because that's how my impact is most beneficial on the planet. That's how I make the most change that I can. There is nothing that I can do about certain systems on the planet because, well, for one, I didn't incarnate with the intention of directly working in those areas of um, of certain infrastructures. It just had it, it was not what I chose for this lifetime, and also recognizing that I'm only one person and yes as a collective group we can make immense change and it's really important to sign petitions and speak your voice and make sure you're heard but I found in 2023 it's like the collective was forcing other people in the collective to hear and do and take responsibility when in reality we need to be making sure that we are heard and placing responsibility on the actual infrastructures who are creating Disharmony on the planet, and I hope that makes sense. It's 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 one thing to have conversation with peers, and you know, asking people to reflect and you know, whatever, however you want to go about it. But if we want to make change, we need to be heard by the right people. We need to bring all of that to the right people, so that the change can actually start. And so, I feel like this year is going to be a really important year of figuring out your role on this planet and finding your purpose on this planet like why did you incarnate and we're going to be having an episode in a few weeks about earth training school and how you trained to get here and you know what you're doing here and what maybe your purpose or your mission is and I'm also going to be teaching that in master classes throughout this year and with some of the courses I have coming out so I feel like that's going to be a really big theme Now, when we look at the collective forecast for this year, there are a few things that really stood out to me in all honesty, one being that Pluto in Aquarius is continuing. That transit started, I believe, in June of 2020, or do we retrograde in June? I can't remember exactly, but I know Pluto made its transit into Aquarius last year in 2023, and That is huge and basically what we as you know astrologers and intuitives have been saying is that this is the revolution of the United States that is happening right now and the world at large in all honesty but what that really means is that there is a huge deconstruction happening with infrastructures on the planet that have not been working for the greater good. Pluto has been in Capricorn for the last 20 years and what that is, Pluto in Capricorn marks the energy, Capricorn energy in general is very much like I like it how I like it, I like it traditional, if it's not broke don't fix it kind of energy as where Aquarian energy is like okay but just because it's not broken doesn't mean it can't be like optimized and that it shouldn't be evolving along the way to become better and to focus on the greater good. And so when we see Pluto, the planet of destruction and chaos and the collective psyche moving into Aquarius, we really are seeing this energy of a deep level of awakening too because in 2020, we entered the age of Aquarius. It's a 2,000-year age and, you know, we were in the age of Pisces for 2,000 years. So that was all about, um, you know, illusions and just, you know, not necessarily seeing things clearly. And Aquarius is really coming in with this energy of, No, wake up. Wake the fuck up and do things differently or else you as a species and this planet are not going to survive. Now, you know... asterisks here like let's just note this i am not a doomsday person i actually don't believe that we are nearing our end at all i believe that every single moment we are getting closer and closer to this ideal world that a lot of us seek to live in where there is harmony where there is love where there is balance where there is freedom of expression and i mean the the proof is in the pudding if we're going to use a cute little quote like that you know society in general has become more and more accepting of all kinds of individual human experiences. We're learning a lot more about trauma. We're learning how to heal. And we are going to, we're going from one extreme to the other. So we're going from a very, 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 very rigid energy where you have to be like this. And if not, then you get thrown into an asylum. And oh my God, what was I hearing the other day of like the reasons people would go into an asylum? anyways it was like what we now know today as to be like depression um which I guess is not that like alarming but in terms of like or shocking as to why someone would have been thrown into an asylum all those years ago for that but I don't know I found it just I don't know it fascinated my mind but my point is is that we're going from this really big extreme of being so close-minded and so rigid like if you look at life in the 50s you know the traditional housewife and all of those things and homophobia and transphobia and things like that and then we're now you know we kind of came to the middle and then we're now swinging on the complete polar end which is very much um, what a lot of people are calling chronically online and this is a normal part of the process and I think it's so important that people recognize this is there are you know Certain things that are, it's just going to an extreme. I'm trying to be really sensitive about things, but because, you know, a lot, there, there's oversensitivity that is happening. And that oversensitivity is happening because of unhealed trauma within the collective. And so we are seeing how this is playing out. Over time, things are going to meet in the middle where we're not going to be overly restrictive, but we're also not going to try and completely censor people for freedom of expression. And now, I'm not saying it's okay to like hate talk anyone or anything like that. I don't think that that's right. But if you know what I mean when I say chronically online, like you understand what I'm saying. If not, go and Google it on TikTok. It, you'll see what I'm talking about. But this year is really going to be a time to figure out your place in all of this and where you stand. I really feel like this is the year to get really solid on your beliefs. And the one thing about beliefs is that they can change, right? Your beliefs don't have to be stagnant, be all, end all. They don't have to be rigid. They can have, you know, they can be dynamic. And I really recommend that they do be dynamic because as your beliefs expand and transform and you allow yourself more knowledge and more wisdom, then you are able to better create the life and the structures within your life that allow you to feel more peace and freedom and that's a really big thing that's happening here in the collective year eight and it's also going to be playing a really big role in how the collective karma plays out there is a lot it's going to be a very uncomfortable year I feel for a lot of people who have been kind of like head in the sand ostrich energy Um, it's going to be maybe a rude awakening for those people who are kind of like I also just feel like some of those people are just going to be like, no, nah, I don't believe any of this though. And that is their journey and we need to respect that for those people. But for those of you who are pretty aware of the injustices going on, like I think you're going to feel very, um, how do you say? You're going to feel very at peace with the way things are going to start becoming clear and open and rectified. It's going to take time though. Just do keep that in mind. Like this is not, things are not going to happen very quickly or very smoothly in the year eight here. However, like I said, on a personal year level, it's going to be a really, really, really prosperous year. I feel so good about this year. I feel, oh, you know what I feel? It was at the same year, 2016, 2016. No, 2016 was a year nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but it's giving, you know, all of us say like summer 16 was the best. It's t- 2024. Oh my God, did you like my stutter there? <laughs> um, 2024 is giving such summer 2016 energy. And like not in terms of like any sort of numerology or astrological, you know, cycles or anything like that, just more so like the vibrancy of it. And honestly, 20, 2016 was a good fucking year for the most part, from what I remember, at least on my end. I moved to Italy that year. I had a great time. It was a little chaotic, but you know, it is what it is. It was really good though. People had a lot of fun that year. And I think that that's something that's also going to find its way back into the collective this year is a lot of fun. I think there's going to be a lot of people just falling in love with life, falling in love with themselves, maybe falling in love with other people, falling in love with the human experience, I think is going to be a really big thing this year. And so if you're someone who you know, really struggles with the human experience and really struggles with being here and having fun here, then that is going to be something that I feel you'll be given an opportunity to shift and reframe this year, which is so exciting. Now, that is a big portion of that Pluto and Aquarius energy. Things need to deconstruct so that you can create anew. And so I want you to remember this. Maybe you can pull out your notes app and just put a little reminder in of like the collective chaos is moving us to a better world. And it is. You know, the, you know how they always say like it's darkest before dawn? What is with these really corny like metaphors today? It's really cute. I'm kind of liking it. But it's always darkest before dawn. And I think that that's going to be the biggest thing to recognize over the not just this year but over the course of this cycle like I said the age of Aquarius is a 2000 processional it's like a 2000 year cycle and call them processional ages I think is the word oh, i might be getting that wrong I'm pretty sure they're called processional ages though and you know when we talk about the new the new earth and the new world and the 5d earth some people call it new earth some people call it 5d earth Eckhart Tolle has a book about this I've never read it but I've heard good things And when we talk about this, you know, I think it's really important to recognize that any sort of quantum change that is happening takes an immense amount of work. Think of how much effort it takes for you to quantum leap, right? As one person in your own timeline, your own trajectory in life, think about all of the mindset, physical and health and logistic changes you need to make on top of actually doing like a quantum leap ceremony to quantum leap into a new reality, Now, times that by 8 billion, because there are 8 billion plus souls on this planet. And then also take into account that the entire planet itself, its own cosmic body, also needs to go through this change. So yes, 5D Earth is already here. Are we turning into holographic beings by the year 2030? And are we going to be flying UFOs by the year 2050? No, <laughs> because it, it takes a lot to change density. We are going from third dimension, which is hard, solid, physical things, to fifth dimension, which is very energetic. And as we are doing that, we are passing through the fourth dimension, which if you don't already know, is the linear time dimension. The fourth dimension can be equated to, um, you know, The clock that runs the Earth, I guess, is the best way to put it, if you want to go really, really simplistic with it. It does not affect time on any other planet in this entire galaxy in the universe. It is strictly for the third dimension. We are making this evolution... Evolutionary jump from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. We've been doing this for over 10 years. It's been happening since 2012. We've been moving through linear time and we're starting to acclimate to what is called quantum time, which is why we're learning about things. And there's been more open collective discussions on the quantum body, quantum time, quantum leaping, quantum mechanics, string theory, like everything like that, because we are moving into the age of becoming more our multi higher dimensional selves than our human selves. And so what needs to happen for that to go the way that we want it to go is we need to deconstruct the parts of the third dimension that we cannot carry into the fifth dimension. This doesn't mean that earth is going to turn into a strictly holographic essence and that everything is going to change. It just means that systems and structures that are built off of oppression and enslavement and not the benefit of the collective need to go because when we look at fifth dimensional planetary structures and we look at fifth dimensional societies that's not how they operate and by law of quantum physics it will not be able to operate so it has to die off and we're seeing this with Pluto and Aquarius so that's a really big thing that is going to be you know really shifting this year it's it's gonna be absolutely incredible but it's also you know as it has the last few years since we've entered the age of Aquarius. And the age of Aquarius, for those who might be listening and getting confused, Pluto and Aquarius is not related to the age of Aquarius. One is a processional cycle, one is an astrological cycle. They're different. We could get into that on, an, on another day, but I, I want to kind of get into more of of what this episode is. I'm trying to keep it a little bit more clear and concise this year with our episodes because I go on a lot of tangents and As I'm looking at the recording here, it's been 35 minutes and 55 seconds, which is just really beautiful energy, that 555 in there. Um, But we're already, you know, at length with some of the information I've been sharing. So that's a big thing that's going to be coming this year. We also have Saturn in Pisces still, which I have talked about in depth in last year's episode, which again, I'm going to recommend that you go and take a look at it. But I also feel like this year is going to be... 2023, let me just circle back. 2023 was definitely a year of a lot of distortion fields. And I know I'm not the only medium who has been feeling that. And I know I'm not the only medium who has been feeling very discouraged and frustrated with that. However, I do know that this is going to be the year to... Despite everything that's online and the distortion that is being shared about so many different spiritual concepts, it's so important that if you know what you are speaking of is true, you've channeled it, you've vetted it, you need to be sharing it because there is going to be a lot of weeding out happening this year spiritually And you're going to see a lot of creators, especially in the spiritual community, but not just the spiritual community. I'm going to get to this after with the whole de-influencing thing, but you're going to be seeing a lot of people who have maybe not been speaking from integrity falling off. And that's kind of where that what goes around comes around energy is. It's also going to be a year for anyone who has been working in integrity to really you know, persist and see the fruition come to life this year. And I think that that's going to be super interesting. Um, I'm not speaking about anyone specific either. Like I don't engage in spiritual content online. I just know that there is a lot of it. I witnessed a lot of it at the beginning of 2023. The amount of times I hit not interested at the beginning of 2023 on my TikTok feed was my fingers were tired. Like it was disgusting and I've been really open on the podcast of how that infuriates me and I think the reason why is because you know I think there's a few reasons to why I get so frustrated with is one it's just like complete other bullshit it's toxic and it's not right um I also my greatest gift in in human design and kind of just how I lead in this life is inner vision which is truth Objective truth. And I always make a point to when I'm sharing insights to say that there are technicalities to certain things that have technicalities. And I sometimes go into what those technicalities are. And there are just some things that have subjective truths. There are things that have objective truths with certain subjective technicalities. And then there are things that are just objectively true and objectively not true. And At the end of the day, you need to find what resonates for you in your highest self, not within your ego because that's where a lot of the distortion comes from and that's really going to be falling off this year. I feel like the year eight is also bringing in a really big ego reflection. Again, that what comes around goes around kind of thing or what goes around comes around is really going to be strong. It's going to be a very reflective year for a lot of people. Eight really gives me like a mirror energy because it's the same on both sides no matter what no matter how you rotate the number, whether it's vertical, upside down, horizontal, or flipped, it's the same. And so I feel like there's going to be a lot of opportunity to see yourself in certain experiences that are going to transpire, that are going to call you to really establish your truth and your boundaries and your authenticity and your integrity. Again, regardless of whether that's spiritual or in any other area of life and I think that that's going to end up being a very beautiful thing but I also feel like for those of you who are not accustomed to setting boundaries or speaking your truth and you know you know releasing people pleasing I think it's going to be it's it might it might just shake you up a little bit so make sure you're seeking the support that you need So that you can navigate this. This has a lot to do with that Saturn and Pisces energy, where Pisces is this energy of you know dreams, but also illusions and psychic insight, and the subconscious mind meets Saturn, which is all about discipline and structures and my way or the or no way. Like it's it's really just this trying to find a balance between those two energies, and I think that that's a really really beautiful thing. For those of you who are in your Saturn return, you're really going to feel this quite strongly this year. A lot of you are going to be at the peak of your Saturn return this year, depending what year you were born on. Saturn returns are happening right now for 94, 95 babies, and maybe some, no, not 96 babies. Nope, 94, 95 babies, and maybe some 93s, like late 93s, I feel will have... Um, Saturn in Pisces. So that is what's coming up with that as well. Now, in terms of this whole like de-influencing thing, this is definitely something that has already started. And I feel like this started around the um, fall equinox, the autumnal equinox back in, was that in September or October? Oh, I can't remember. I think it was in September. I think it's in Virgo season that that happens. But there's really... The Collective has woken up so much and I don't know if you guys have like seen it, but like on the Kardashians Instagram, uh, not Instagram, uh, TikTok, the comments are fucking hilarious. Like it's big reality check energy. The Collective is no longer in a place where they want to see extravagant shows of wealth when they are not in that circumstance. I also feel like it's a really good year to learn about your finances though and to learn, you know, wealth, freedom and financial literacy. We are not taught it, right, in school and through society, but there are so many books that you can read and maybe we'll have like a podcast episode on that, like how to increase your financial wealth and gain financial literacy. I feel like that would be so incredible because there are resources out there. You just have to utilize them because you're not going to learn about this through society because society doesn't benefit from you being rich. You benefit from you being rich and that does not help society helps the economy, but that doesn't necessarily help society and the goals that society is after by trying to create this like identical trendy sheep of people. And it's actually so interesting. I saw who was it that I saw? I think I know who it is, but I I'm not for, for sure on if I'm correct about this, but I think it was, her name's Elizabeth, I follow her on Instagram and TikTok and she shared this opinion that I have had in my brain for so long and it was just so nice to see someone else talking about it online where she was like, she was stitching a video of a bunch of people swarming like a Stanley Cup um, display and they were all like rushing to grab their Stanley Cup and she was like, Just like calling viewers into a state of reflection of, like, okay, is it that we really enjoy the cup or is it that we really enjoy feeling like we're a part of something? And that's one thing with me. I have never been a trendy girl. Like, I, and I'm not saying that like, oh, like I'm so different. I just have never understood why we would all want to be the same. And I don't know, I'm very different, I'm very quirky, I'm very weird. I read fantasy fiction novels and books about consciousness and calculus. Like, I think you get my point. Like, I'm definitely an interesting, different, weird human being. And I'm very okay with that. And I've been very okay with that for a very long time. But I never understood, like, why... Like, I just don't understand... I do understand it. I do understand it because, you know, the ego says that you need and has been programmed to believe that it needs external approval, external validation. It needs to feel like it's a part of something. It needs to feel this acceptance. It needs to feel validated and like what it's doing is okay because we've been taught that who we want to be and how we want to express is wrong. And I feel like this is changing a lot in 2024 because there's this big era of like de-influencing coming in. Because unless you really want the Stanley cup, and I'm just using this as an example because Elizabeth TikTok is um, like fresh in mind. But unless that is something that like you really like the aesthetic of, are you just buying it to fit in? And like why I would urge you to ask why you feel the need to fit in. What wound is coming up? Because we're not meant to fit in. And the reason why so many people are so unhappy, even though they're doing all the trendy things and even though they're doing everything that society or culture or friends or family expected them is because it is so far from authentic to who you are. Like, you don't need to have all these trendy pieces and buy the next thing and the next thing and the next thing to fit in. Your role here is not to fit in. A lot of you listening, your role is to be so fucking different that you disrupt oppressive systems what is the point in all of us being the same we're not a breed of fucking domestic cats we're not meant to look the same we're not meant to meow the same we're not meant to eat the same we are souls having a human experience we are so different it's why you can incarnate into a family of five children who have the same parents the same upbringing and all five children are so fucking different it's because we are not herd animals in that sense we're not meant to be the same and do the same we're meant to be different And that's going to be huge this year. People are not having it anymore. People are really waking up to being like, that just does not work for me. And I think that that is so beautiful. I'm really excited to see this. I'm not the biggest person of like, I'm not very easily influenced. I'll say that. Like I, I can admit that I'm not very easily influenced because I'm super intentional with why I buy things, why I do things. Um... Did I buy a pair of Uggs this year? Yes, 1,000%. But I didn't buy them last year when they were trendy. I bought them this year because I actually hate wearing boots and they feel like slippers. And to me, that, that that's, a really, that's a win-win for me. I also didn't buy the um, platform Uggs because that felt weird to me. But those are the trendy ones. And every time I go out, I see people wearing platform Uggs. And I'm like, oh, I'm not like them. I'm wearing normal Uggs. And it's like, it is what it is. Like, who cares? No one actually gives a fuck. And I think that's the important thing too of like, If you feel like you need to fit in so much, like recognize that people don't actually care. It's literally false pride. That's all it is. You deserve to live a life where you get to show up authentically and feel good about it. And then if authentic is buying the Stanley Cup, go and buy one. But if you're just buying it to look like everyone else, like where is that getting you? That's what I would prompt you to reflect on. Like where does that get you? I don't know. That's my little side tangent of the episode today. But it's bringing in that de-influencing era and I'm very, very excited for this because it's going to be a huge time to release external um, influence and really build inner authority. And this is something that I have spoken about before on how, you know, when you're creating new year goals and you, you know, you're, you're really heavy in it, you're really hard in it for the month of January and then you fall off. It's because your ego is so tired of being told what to do, how to be, how to act, how to behave what to wear what you know what to be your ego needs to heal and become integrated so that you don't feel the need to do what everyone else is doing when everyone else is doing it and really allowing yourself to just figure out who you are and feel safe and expanded in expressing that listen it was not easy coming out as a medium it was not easy sharing that it was do you know how fucking weird that is like seriously <laughs> like when I'm te- and when I'm teaching you this when I'm talking to you about all of this I'm saying it from one realm of experience but also two from a professional level of this is the work that I do and I, I understand how these collective wounds contribute to this kind of behavior and I'm not saying that it's wrong I'm saying if it doesn't feel good for you then this is how you're going to fix it you're going to go in you're going to figure out why you feel like you need to be with everyone else or be in the trends with everyone else and why you feel like you need other people's approval, what that actually gives you on an emotional and psychological level. And once you figure out how to give yourself that on a mental and psychological level, you're not going to need anyone else to do it for you. You're going to feel a lot better being yourself rather than trying to be someone that you're not. Do you know how hard it was to come out and tell people indirectly, by the way, I'm a medium? That was not... Y'all, like that's just like... That's the hardest fucking thing. That's one of the hardest things to do. I can't imagine people who have to like come out about their sexuality, which I think is just like, I don't even think people should have to have to do that. But I also understand the importance of being able to express that. So please, if you're in the LGBTQ plus community, please don't think I think it's a bad thing to come out. I just, it's just, it's mind blowing to me that that even has to be a thing, which is a whole other side topic on all of this. But coming out as a medium was one thing, like, it's weird, guys. It's fucking weird. I'm so used to it now and it feels honestly like normal because it's always been who I am. But, you know, there are a lot of preconceived notions about what that means about my personality. You know, even this podcast that, I, you know, it's my fucking 3-5 profile in human design, let me tell you. My 5 energy and my human design profile, it's something that I actually... I understand why I chose it, but I also dread. And if you have a 3-5 profile in human design, you get what I'm saying. The 5 energy where like people basically project onto you their own ideas of who and what you are based off of their own life and their own experience and their own self-perception, whether it's positive or negative, has like nothing to do. Anyway, it's really interesting. And there are a lot of preconceived notions about who I am, what I'm into what it's like being a medium and it's been a really interesting thing to navigate these last several years where I've been really open about it but you know I also would not be the happiest version of myself the healthiest version of myself if I hadn't allowed myself to be in my authenticity and not everyone is going to agree with who I am just like everyone's not going to agree with who you are but that's not why you are who you are you are who you are for yourself and you attract the right people into your life when you step into your light right not everyone is meant to be a part of your journey and that's an okay thing not everyone is meant to agree with your journey that is an okay thing it's what makes us different it's what creates diversity in this human experience It doesn't mean that it's wrong. It just means that it's different and we are all here to offer our unique different gifts to this world, whether that be on a micro or a macro level, it doesn't matter and that's going to start by really taking inventory and allowing yourself to kind of like be de-influenced. I'm really excited to see what that looks like on social media this year, but anyways, that's another big theme coming. So overall, the 2024 themes for The Collective are what goes around, comes around, abundance, prosperity, opportunity, lots of positivity, clarity, digging into your belief systems and what needs to change so that you can live your most authentic life, going after your goals, creating action plans and really sticking to them and just going hard on your goals this year. I'm not saying burn yourself out, but like really go in to this year with figuring out a couple of things that you want to create and make manifest this year so that by the end of the year you can be in a very different place than you are now Um, that's pretty much all of it there's going to be no tolerance for bullshit this year we're going to be clearing a lot of collective karma releasing the need for external validation and external approval and I actually feel like this year it's giving a lot of like, I don't give a fuck kind of energy from the collective on an individual level. And I'm actually here for it. I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be really positive, And I'm really, really, really excited to see what comes of that. And so if you are, you know, ready for this and you are looking for support, you're kind of looking on receiving guidance to move forward for this year and what you're being asked to fulfill this year I have my waitlist for readings for 2024 they are going to be live um, there's going to be bookings live within the next couple of weeks that you can book for February March and I believe April depending how Far ahead and like in advance, I allow you to book. I'm only taking on a handful of readings, but if you're wanting some guidance on like what you're being called to tap into this year in terms of your own personal gifts and. What it is that you're being called to step into this year, or you're just looking for clarity on how to end certain cycles and start new ones, then I definitely recommend getting a soul contract reading done with me. I will leave the waitlist below so that you can add yourself to it. And by the time you guys are hearing this, they are likely going to be live later this week, if not in the next couple of weeks. I'm not exactly sure what Spirit has planned for this, so I'm really just allowing them to bring me through on it. But Um, yeah, I feel like this is a good time to get that reading, get that forecast, and really figure out what your soul is asking of you, what the universe is asking of you this year. And if you feel like you're clear on what it is that you want to create, then start executing. And I'm really excited to see what you do. I know we've had a really big evolution here at the Cosmic Collective Podcast. We have a new logo, new intro, new outro, which you're going to hear in just a few minutes. Uh, We have new equipment to hopefully give you better sound quality. From what I've heard so far, it's sounding really really great it's a really positive investment that we made and we're excited about it here so anyways I hope that this was insightful enough for you in terms of what's in store for 2024 and yeah I hope that you have an incredible start to your year as usual go be your divine self this week you got this I love you and chase after your dreams in 2024 this is not the year to miss out on opportunity go after what you want You can do it. I believe in you. I'll see you in the next one.